Hey, what's up, guys? All right, another episode of Connect Move Radio. This time, we have my good friend, uh, Hector from Iron, uh, running store and clothing store here at Miami, Florida, Biscayne Boulevard. Hector, just give us a little intro, and then we'll go into it. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, my name is Hector Arana. I'm the co-founder of Iron & Company. Uh, we started in 2011, so we're uh, over seven years now. Uh, we started this business uh, on passion, passion of running, and Good. we 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 saw that the Central Miami community, which is now known as the whatever Design District, Midtown, Winwood area, uh, was missing something like this, and and uh, you filled and in the gap. We filled in the gap. My business partner and I, my business partner Kobe Morales, uh, we came to to an agreement that we wanted to open up a store where nobody had back then the balls mm -hmm. you know like I said we we were here before the boom right uh, started and um, once again seven years later we're still here man rocking awesome. and rolling awesome and then I wanted to uh, well the reason why I wanted to do this podcast is I met uh, Hector for the first time a couple weeks ago I was like Hector I need some running shoes I don't do a lot of running I don't do a lot of running but uh, you know help me out uh, I've heard good things about I run so let's let's go into it um, so sure enough, he helped me out, get a good pair, got some ASICs, um, and sure enough, he, he helped me out. So one of the things I want to talk about in this podcast is uh, what's, what's a good way for somebody looking to buy shoes? What's a good way for them to look for? What's something that they can look for? Some things that you explain to customers and certain, certain things when they're looking for something like that. So here's the difference between us and online shopping. Uh, First and foremost is the knowledge that you get here from uh, either myself, my business partner, or our employees who were either mid-distance runners or, like myself, were long-distance runners. Can you explain the difference between a mid-distance runner and a long-distance runner? So 5K okay. would be a mid-distance runner. Okay. Uh, I'm more into the half marathons. I prefer the full. Okay. Uh, I've even done a few ultras. Okay. Uh, whether oh, nice. it's a 50K. Uh, you know, there was a few years back that all I was doing was running 50Ks, which okay. is like 31, 32 miles. Okay. And, I, and I've dabbled into a 150 miler. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Jeez. That, maybe that was a one and done deal. Okay. Um, so we take, we take our, our, our knowledge, you know, our, our experience of, of running and running dynamics, and we're able to look at someone, whether they run or walk. So, so... You know, even though they're walkers, people are like, no, I just buy something. No, there's certain shoes that help walkers uh, more than others. Right. And, and what we're trying to do is we're trying to educate the customer. And, and at the end, we're trying to get them a shoe that's going to be uh, more efficient to their walking or running style, mm -hmm. which makes a difference. You know, we get a lot of people with the whole shin splints. Right. Um, and, and most of the times, it's, it, it comes from running related. Uh, but the big issue is shoe related problems mm -hmm. and you know if if you look us up you know we're proud uh, you know to have a five-star rating on, on Yelp mm -hmm. and, and I think we're close to five on Google is because we dare you know take someone to buy a pair of shoes today and break them in on a 10 15 20 mile run mm -hmm. or a walker can go walk in my shoes today out of the box uh, you know 
an hour or two without having any issues. Issues, and that's because you, you guys do like an analysis. Of the game we do, we do a gate analysis, whether it's on the treadmill, whether it's inside the store, whether we take the customer outside in front of the store and we have them run. Uh, you know, I prefer the actual running technique, whether it's inside the store or outside, because most people don't run on treadmills. Right. And a lot of times when you ask them to run on a treadmill, they change the way they run or they right. get nervous. It's a different you know? dynamic. Yeah, they're watching me, so they do something mm -hmm. different. Where if I go outside and I say, hey, just run, they're like, where? Just run till I tell you to stop. Right. So they go casually, like just running, and that's where you're able to get a true assessment of what they look like while they're running. More or less, what do you guys, or what do you guys look like or look for uh, in those type of assessments? So for, for us, everything's in the ankles okay it's it's once you you plant your foot down mm -hmm. and you put all your body weight so if you're a hundred pound runner mm -hmm. we'll use a round number it's easier okay when you're running and you have that that force of all that weight on on the flat part of your foot meaning when your foot is hitting the ground completely mm -hmm. you're probably at 300 pounds because force. it's three times right it's three times the weight mm -hmm. yeah so you're 300 pounds of force so I look at the ankle the ankle tells me everything uh, a lot of people start by telling us hey I'm flat-footed yeah flat-footed nowadays doesn't mean anything right. back in the days when when someone told you they were flat-footed almost always you put them in a shoe with a High lot arch. of arch support right not anymore man right. now I look at your at your at your gait I look at that ankle is the ankle rolling in is it staying in the middle or is it rolling to the outside and that's what determines what type of shoe we're gonna fit you in. And then, as far as like, I know you had mentioned mid or mid, mid, dist mid distance and long distance. Yep, yep. Does that differentiate on what shoes and stuff like they no, wear? You know, nowadays no. Nowadays our long distance shoe, you know, uh, are meant for someone to run a 5k in, uh, and, and vice versa. You know, there is a difference in the lightweight shoes. Okay. Uh, which I think you and I spoke about mm -hmm. this. I, I train in a heavy shoe with a lot of cushion. Okay. But I race or I do a lot of speed work on a, on a shoe that's ounces lighter. So it's more preference when it comes to like uh, weight and the type 100%, of shoe that you're using. A hundred percent. Some, some of our runners run the entire time on a lightweight racing type shoe mm -hmm. where I can't do that okay. I, I need a little bit more cushion a little bit more support and in the day of the race I'll go ahead and sacrifice a little bit of the aches and pains to run faster awesome now I guess it's a good conversation to have now let's say the day of the race what are kind of now that we talked about shoes and how you guys uh, do the gate analysis the difference the difference between a mid uh, distance runner and long distance runner um, I think that's as far as shoes wise I think we got a lot of information yeah Give me like a, a rundown of day of a race. What are you doing beforehand? Like, what's your routine beforehand? Um, or, or I guess a typical routine. Right. I'm. Uh, I don't know about running. Right. So that would be a cool insight. Yeah, I mean, you know, typically for a 5K, I'll, I'll use different distances. Uh, for a 5K, uh, just a gel, man. That's all you need. You know, okay. the race will be. It's over faster than you think. So I'll just do a gel you know 20 30 minutes before before the race now a gel like the the like a like a goo okay uh, like a Gatorade squeeze prime thing i, I don't i don't use the Gatorade prime it might but something have a within, too much okay something so like something for a supplement fuel okay it's a fuel got it. supplement got it uh, i prefer i prefer one uh, called second surge okay because it does have 100 milligrams of caffeine Jeez. So it gives me a little protein, it gives me a little carb with a nice little jolt boost. of caffeine okay. to boost me for whether it's the 5K run, okay. uh, the half marathon, or the full. 
Now on the half marathon, that's a, a little bit of a different uh, story. You're gonna run a little bit longer, so I would probably do a banana okay. with, and, and I, and I kind of drip the second surge over uh -huh. the banana, I take a bite, a little second okay. surge, and I take a bite. So that would be my half marathon. So banana with goo dressing? Yes. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah Got yeah. it. And definitely remember, you have usually your breakfast for a half marathon an hour to an hour half uh, to an hour and a half before. So I like to take another second surge or some some type of fuel right before the race. Like minutes before the race. Man, for me, I can do it a few minutes before. Yeah. Because okay. my body is my body's already burning the calories right. from the morning to to getting to the Prep race an hour and a half later. I'm already starting the race hungry. So I want to make sure that my body has enough energy to get me through uh, that half marathon. And once again, I'll also have a few gels in between, okay. probably for a half marathon. Like during the race? During the okay. race. And what about, uh, do you guys have like a, a certain warm-up that you guys do beforehand? Or is it just kind of like a generic dynamic warm-up and then uh, you go uh, into uh, it? A, a simple Something? dynamic, nothing crazy. You know, okay. for, for the 5K... You want a one or two mile warm up okay. with some strides and a and a, and a and a more dynamic stretch. Jeez, one or two mile warm up. Yes. Wow, that's a that's a, a good run for a lot of people. Well, because for for a five k, you know, if you're trying to run for time, right, you want to go in already warmed up. Mm. Uh, you know, you want to go in already good a little sweat. sweaty, right. a little you know, uh, heart rate kind of pumped. For the half marathon, man, I go from zero to one hundred miles per hour because you kind of ease into it. Right. Because it's such a long race. It's such a long race, you know, and the full, the same thing. Let me ask you, okay, we have, so we got the pre, we got the during, where you say you have gels and stuff like that. Um, water, is that not something you guys drink during? Oh, 100%. And then afterwards, what's, the race is done, what's the first thing you do? Man, uh, protein. Okay. So protein, you know, I don't have, I don't have anything that, that's, you know, like, uh, like, a, like a consistent protein-based. Okay food mm -hmm. so I go to a product that, that I use you know not name drop or anything right. but it's called amino rip and okay. it has 26 grams of, of protein mm -hmm. so for me it, it's it's a protein that comes from collagen and not whey mm -hmm. and you take it within 20 minutes of your finishing uh, race and your body absorbs it really 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 well Okay, and then that's the truth. Do you do any type of uh, whether stretching or anything as soon as the race Man, is over? I'd, or are you just I'd, gonna? I'd love to say I do, and the truth is, sometimes I'm enjoying the after okay. race festivities. Okay, you know whether it's talking with friends or like uh, the booze or whatever, having a beer. Mm -hmm. You know, because you've worked so hard, cool. so you know that beer yeah. for breakfast just does something to you. Okay. Ah. Uh, you know, it's. I know it's not the greatest. No, thing, I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Well, I don't know, you know about you, this. You train hard. Okay. You train so hard for for weeks or months that you know you you, you kind of give your body that little indulgence of you know what a beer at nine o'clock in the morning, man. Right. You know? So so that's one of my favorite uh, uh, routines or rituals. Post race rituals for sure. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. Again, I don't know too much. I did cross country when I was in high school, but or not high school, middle school. But that was like the only insight that I had and didn't do it uh, professionally. So to have your insight of uh, not only what shoes to wear, um, and, and this doesn't mean you have to have, you have to be like a 5K runner. It's going to be somebody that's recreational running and stuff like Man, that. And it could be, you know, like what yesterday I was explaining to you yeah. earlier, we, we, for the first time in seven years, we're doing a, a we're starting with four weeks mm -hmm. of a 5K series mm. every other Tuesday. And, and yesterday, for the first time ever, I, t I took three ladies on a 5K walk. 
We've never we've never really had walkers. Right. We have uh, run walkers or runners, but we've never had a a complete just walking walk the program. entire time. And yesterday I took these girls for a for a 14 minute walk uh, for five for 5k for 3.1 miles. You were making it seem like that was uh, that was hard. Well, for them, okay. One of the girls struggled. You know, she she has she hasn't been in the in the training regimen for a, a few years. And it's not like we were walking for three miles. I mean, not even at the mall. I would say for like a mile and a half, or sitting down, or going that. So it's not and, the same thing. And 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 we didn't we didn't walk casually. Okay. I made sure that we had a a, a like intensity a, a cadence okay. that was kind of pushing them. You know, faster than they could probably do, but that—that's the whole point of right, this, the training. You know? Right, right, right. Hi. Yeah, that's definitely the whole point of of being in training programs, stuff like that. that. Um, awesome, awesome. So you're saying that it was, it was actually for them? It was like, wow, this is not something I was used to. Oh, no, so no, they were. You know, when we got to mile two, two and a half, I could see them struggling, and I kept telling them, "We're almost there. It'll be said and done before you." Think, and you guys are gonna sleep amazing tonight. Wow! And is that something they're trying to transition to running, or they just want to do like walking? No, they want to transition. You okay. know, uh, uh, two of them were runners. Uh, you know, life circumstances, work, family. Right. Right. They stopped, uh, and unfortunately, when you know, the sport, any sport, I, I believe, is very ungrateful. Meaning, you know, you do it for three or four years, and you stop for two or three months, and everything you did for. You know, gone. Three or four, it's gone. It's gone. And like nothing gone. ever happened. And like nothing. Like you never did anything before. And they're kind of transitioning back into getting to where they used to be. You know, mm -hmm. half marathon, 10k, 5k. One of the girls was a is a half Ironman. Mm -hmm. uh, oh wow. Half Ironman, and you know now she's struggling. She gained a, a little bit of weight, and and yesterday she was like, I just want to walk for three miles. I said, We're just going to walk very fast for three miles. This is awesome to, to end on. What's a mindset that you would give somebody that wants to get into it? Uh, like, like, what's the talk that you would give them? Like, hey, like, I'm struggling to get into running or walking. What's something that you would tell them to, to kind of get their fire going? And also, because it's going to get hard, right? They start, they get in booyah, hey, they're going for like a week or two. And all of a sudden, it's like, this is hard, time, the schedule. Man, I just, I, I'm, a, I'm a zero tolerance, okay. no excuses, bullshit type of guy. You know, the one girl, uh, she drove from Coral Springs. I mean, I don't know how far Coral Springs, mm -hmm. but she, 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 it took almost an hour to get here. Right. And on her way here, she kept sending me text messages. Uh, Traffic. But, but no, it's, it looks like it's going to rain. Oh. And, and I was like, what? Are you, are you freaking kidding me? Rain? Like, you're worried about rain? Yeah, yeah, you know, the rain and the this. And I was like, listen, you need to stop with the excuses already. Like, like this is why you are where you're at today is because you keep procrastinating and coming up with excuses. Just get out there and do it. You know, no one, no one, there's nothing that I can tell you to get you pumped up to go wake up tomorrow morning at 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning than yourself. Mm -hmm. If you don't have that, that will, that inner drive, that inner drive, that, that determination, you know, it starts with getting out of bed. You know, whether, whether for some people it's getting out of bed, you know, we, we have a, a training group. Uh, that we train for for marathons and it's about 20 something of us and we train together and I want to say 75% of the group is women women with oh, kids right. married women with kids and so they have responsibilities and they have to be home, home at 6 o'clock in the morning right 6 o'clock in the morning so we have to start like today we started at 450 
so we can be done by you know six o'clock on the dot so they can go home and take care They're of their family kids and and everything else work, work all right. their priorities so excuses you know uh we can come up with a thousand excuses for anything man if you don't if you don't push yourself and if you don't have that mindset hey you know what uh you know i'll use these women's last night like how many times should i be doing this i said you need to do it again on thursday and you need to do it again on saturday i'm not going to be there but you need to do it Accountability. don't 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 come here you know uh next tuesday in two weeks and tell me oh no i haven't done anything again then we're going to be struggling the point of of this four week every other tuesday program is to see the improvements mm -hmm. you know i want to see that you know it took us almost 46 minutes to do the 5k I'm going to push them to do it closer to 45, if not under 45, mm -hmm. uh, next next uh, May 29th. Right. And if somebody wants to, I mean, is in the local area or whatever, wants to join one of these programs or maybe, I don't know, train with you, how's, so, how's that man, possible? Social, social, everything is free. Okay. Our Monday nights uh, are free. Our every other Tuesday is, is a free 5K summer series. We even have a Thursdays where we do a five, six mile social run. Okay. And when I mean social, it's nine to 10 minute pace. Uh, at the same time that we're out there running, we have a yoga class here. Nice. So for someone who's not a runner, the, the husband's a runner and the wife's a yogi, your wife is here with us or vice versa doing the yoga class for 10 bucks while we're out there getting a nice little cool run. Nice. Uh, you know, everything through social media. Cool. Uh, you, can, you can follow us at, at I Run Company uh, on on Facebook and Instagram. Those okay. are the two biggest things. Or if not, call me direct. I'm I'm always available. The number here is 305-751-9440. Awesome. Hector, I can't thank you enough. I always enjoy chatting with you. We had uh, another podcast, or the one before this one, but the audio just did not sound good. Um, this one, I hope, should be 10 times better. Hector, I can't, I can't thank you enough for your time. Thank you, sir. Um, and for your advice. I learned a lot, and I can't, I can't imagine the listeners didn't uh, learn as much as I did. So thank you again. See you soon. Hold up.